0: I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along podcast, and we are going to make today together one of my very favorite things, which is homemade pesto. Always impresses, despite the fact that it's easy to make, if you have a food processor or a blender, and for my money, (laughs) pesto is the food of the gods, honest to goodness. It's so intense, and it's so, I don't know, it goes to my head, and I just, uh, I really love it. You have a do ahead. You need about two cups of basil. This is fresh basil, and you need to wash it. And if you have a salad spinner, that's probably a good way to get the majority of the water off of it. And then let's see what else the garlic. Oh no, I'll talk to you about garlic in a minute. So for right now, you're going to wash the basil. You're going to get as much water off of it as you can either by shaking it out or running it in a salad spinner or putting some paper towels around it and patting it dry. And then you're going to remove the biggest of the, st- actually you're going to remove the leaves that's what you're going to do you don't need the stems but you want all the leaves you should have by the time you're done about two cups of packed basil leaves two cups is actually more than you think it's going to be because when you pack it down into a cup they're just leaves and they're very soft leaves so they compress pretty tightly and you keep thinking you're done with your cup, but you keep looking at the cup and thinking, well, I could get more in there. It'll be more than you think it's gonna be. Pesto is so fast and it's so easy. And as I said, always manages to impress. I'm standing and talking to you while I'm pulling the leaves off my basil stems. And I hope that's what you're doing as well. I'm putting them right into the bowl of the food processor cause that's where they have to end up. So things we can do with pesto let's talk about that while we're while we're picking these apart first thing which is probably the most obvious is putting it on pasta which you can do all by itself just pasta and pesto is quite a treat without doing anything further but you could also put it on a pizza or or a calzone you could put it on bruschetta it's really good on a bruschetta which perhaps i'll try to do here one day so you can learn how to do that. I have a recipe also for oven roasted tomatoes with fresh mozzarella. And this turns that into something really elegant and impressive. You could put it on a steak. You could put it in sandwiches. You can put it on veggies. You know, you wouldn't wanna do that on too much of it on a veggie or it'll overwhelm the veggie flavor. You could toss roasted potatoes in it. I have been known to just take a piece of sourdough bread and spread the pesto over the top and then stick it under the broiler until it bubbles as a snack or a lunch. And that's also really good. I now have my basil in the food processor bowl. And now I'm gonna add some garlic. This has to be fresh garlic. It needs to be whole cloves because it's the way you're gonna measure it. And this is where you get to choose a little bit. There are two things in pesto that add heat. And the first is the garlic and so the more cloves of garlic you add, the hotter it's gonna be. And the olive oil, and the better quality your olive oil, the hotter it's gonna be. I would not ever use more than four cloves of garlic for this quantity of basil. Today I'm gonna to use three, and I'll tell you a secret about how to peel it. It's actually way easier than you think. You get your clove off of the head of garlic, and you put it down on your cutting board, and you take a, a large flat knife, and you just press down on the garlic, and the outside will crack. And then it just peels right off and you have just the clove inside. So I'm gonna do that three times here. You do have to put some significant weight on the knife. You could use a different kind of flat surface if you want. I also have a pastry scraper. I don't actually know what it's called, but I use it to scoop things up and it's flat as well. And that can be used to crack the skin off the garlic too. Getting rid of the skins, And then I have three cloves, big ones actually, they're really big cloves of garlic, and those are going into the food processor bowl as well. And then we're gonna add a half a cup of nuts. Now you could use pine nuts, that's what traditional pesto has pine nuts in it or you could use walnuts i use walnuts because they're cheaper and easier to find they're a lot cheaper they're so much cheaper so that's what i do so we've got three things in the bowl of the food processor right now we've got basil we've got walnuts and we've got garlic cloves and now we're going to make a lot of noise and grind that up a little bit i'm going to process it until it's sort of coarsely chopped Warby okay, that was quick. Now, we're going to get some olive oil. And the higher quality olive oil you have, the better your pesto is going to be. But any olive oil will do. You need a half cup of it. And what we're going to do is turn the food processor on. Take out the little thing that keeps it from splashing out, the pusher. And take a half cup of olive oil and slowly stream it in there while the processor is running. Add the oil in just a slow steady stream and process it until blended. The olive oil is our fourth ingredient. It doesn't take a lot. All right, here goes the food processor and I'm going to really slowly drip the olive oil in there. And I'm going to pause the podcast while I do that because you don't need to sit and listen to my food processor running any more than I want to sit and listen to yours. So it, it may be that the leaves and such will pile up on the edge of the bowl. You take the lid off and you scrape that back down. Then you can put it back in and keep going just a little bit. It should end up being really well blended. Okay, then you can take off the lid and we're gonna now put in a cup of grated Parmesan. I beg you not to use the kind that you get in a cardboard cylinder. You can buy much better quality Parmesan in your cheese section of your grocery store. I mean, it comes grated, it comes shredded. For this, you want it grated. You can either buy it grated or you can grate it yourself in your food processor. Before you do this, that would make that a second do ahead. Okay, so I've just dumped whole cup Parmesan. You could also use a Asiago if you want. And then I'm gonna put in a few shakes of pepper and then at least a half teaspoon of salt. And I know you're looking at the cheese and thinking, well, the cheese is salty, but it's easy to, uh, for me at least to undersalt this and be sorry later when I'm using it in the sauce because then you have to add salt. All right, so now that the cheese, the salt and the pepper are in there, you're gonna blend it again. You wanna taste it as you go. Scrape down the sides as you go and taste it every once in a while to see if it has enough salt or enough cheese or enough garlic for that matter. And you can always add more of any of those things if you need. Let's see what I've got here. Definitely needs more salt. Wow. Mm. Okay, those were really big cloves of garlic. (laughs) This is gonna be a pretty garlicky batch. Okay, I'm probably up to about a teaspoon, maybe not quite a teaspoon of salt. Brining it up again. All right, tasting again. Yeah, yep, yep, that's the ticket. That's better. I'm using sea salt. If you've heard me speak about the salt before, you'll know I don't use iodized salt because it makes everything taste a little bitter. Now, we're done. This is done. If you want to use this right away, you just scoop it onto the pasta. There's probably more here than you want to use. It's gonna be about, oh, looks like about two full cups of pesto. You can put it in the refrigerator in a jar with a little olive oil poured over the top to keep it from getting too brown and ugly. You can put it in a tight container and put it in the freezer, but I'll tell you what I do with it. This is kind of a, this was a revelation when I figured it out. I use one of those flexible ice cube trays that you twist to get the ice out. And I put the pesto in each of those little ice cube bots and freeze them. When they're frozen, I take them out and put the little pesto cubes into a ziploc bag, seal it really tightly, and throw the whole bag into the freezer. And then I can use pesto whenever I want. Each cube will be about two tablespoons of pesto. It makes it possible to use it on almost anything because you can warm it up, defrost it in the microwave, you have to do that carefully or you'll get something cooking. But that means you can pull it out for pizza at the spur of a moment or bruschetta for last minute guests, it's really handy to not have to plan ahead to have that pesto in the house because you you have to go to the store to get the basil because most of us don't have basil all the time. So if you have an ice cube tray and it's not being used, this is a great way to keep this stuff. We are done now. It took us what, 10 minutes maybe at most, even including stripping the basil off the stems. If you wanna find other things you can do with pesto, or other recipes just to try with me as we cook together please check out the website thecookalongpodcast.com and you'll find the ingredients and the do-aheads there for things ahead of time and i hope you will go there and leave me comments feedback your thoughts about the recipes and that you will find other recipes that you'd like to try cooking along with me that's it for today happy cooking